Hey guys, Pastor Jurgen here. I'm so glad you're tuning into one of our powerful messages that is guaranteed to absolutely elevate your life to another level. At Awaken, we only want to preach fresh, real, powerful to help you grow stronger in your walk with God, develop your faith so you can take more territory. I'm praying that God blesses you and enriches your soul as you listen to this amazing word from God. God bless you. Uh, America Fest. America Fest is really cool. It's Turning Point USA's, you know, big conference. They hold it in Phoenix, Arizona. We took a bunch of our team. The followers were there. I mean, just like the greatest voices. And the truth is, is that I left that conference, which is like, you know, a conservative conference talking about government, talking about politics, talking about all those things. But I actually left more hyped on the church than I've ever left anything before. Because what I believe with all of my heart is the only thing that will heal a divided nation is a unified church. You and I, we have to understand the times that we're living in. We have to understand the things that we're aware of. I was talking to people around me and just like, churches do this? Churches are in this? I'm like, yo, we have to be. Because if we're not, who's going to be? If we don't bring the word of God to the city, who's going to bring it? And so when we were there, it was just so incredible to be there with our team and, and to be there. But I felt this message uh, coming along on Sunday. And the title of my message, you guys can go ahead and throw it up. I want to keep it quick tonight because I want to get to praying, okay? I just want to set you up for what's going to happen. I'm going to preach really short. They even have a sign down here that says, you said you were going to preach really short. We'll see how close we, you know, do that. But the title of my message is fake it till you make it. And the idea tonight is that we don't want to be continuing to fake the things that you and I fake. And we're going to address some of these things. But I want everyone here tonight to just have an open heart, an open mind. We're going to like listen to this message and let God speak to us. Amen? Usually a good idea. There's just a few things in this life that you can't fake. I've, I've seen, you know, people getting gifts at White Elephant Gifts Exchange. And you can just tell no matter how bad they're trying to fake it. They're like, great. An avocado. Thanks. This is exactly what I wanted. Or maybe some of you, when you go to a restaurant and like your food is not what you wanted, it, it sounded good on the menu, but as you began to eat, you're like, wow, I've made a terrible decision. I should have gotten the chicken nuggets. <laughs> made a bad idea. And the server comes by, right? How many times? The server, oh my gosh, you guys, how's everything going? How's your food? And you're like, mm-hmm. There's two kinds of people in that scenario, right? There's me, I'm like, hey, bro, listen, not your fault at all, but can you, can you help me with this? This is not what I wanted. Or you just sit there and eat it and you're faking it, right? And you leave the restaurant and you're the conversational way home. It's like, oh my gosh, I hate this place, Yelp review. But really it was your fault because you didn't speak up and like get a new order. There's just some things that you can't fake. I can't fake how much I love my wife. I can't fake how beautiful she is to me. I can't fake how amazing she is. I, I mean, I hope that my actions and my words and the gifts that I buy here, I hope that all, you know, explains that to her. I can't, I can't fake how much I'm convinced that what God, about what God is about to do in San Diego has literally never been seen or heard before. I can't fake it. There's something inside of me. I can't fake how much I believe that the next generation, I'm talking about our junior hires, our high schoolers, and our young adults, I can't fake how important they are. I can't fake how detrimental they are, how effective that they are, how important that they are to what God's kingdom is, is trying to do here on earth. I can't fake it. Imagine someone like faking it until they're trying to make it. Like I imagine like an airline pilot. Can you imagine an airline pilot trying to fake it until they make it? Have you guys seen that movie, uh, Catch Me If You Can with Leonardo DiCaprio? And he goes in, he's like faking being an airline pilot. That would stress me out for sure. There are just some things in this life that you can and cannot fake. And what I love about God is there are things about God. There are things about the kingdom. There are things about his power. There are things about his presence that no matter how hard you try, you cannot fake. 
You cannot fake it. So tonight, the name of my message is fake it till you make it. Let's pray really quick. Yay, God, boo, devil, amen. (laughs) And the things in the kingdom, I told you, I'm trying to get to praying. Come on, I believe in myself. It's the pastor you're going to anointing, you know? I got seven points, only get to three. There's things in the kingdom that you just cannot fake. There are things that you can't pretend. There are things that that you you can't see and deny. There are things that are irrefutable, undeniable. And maybe you've experienced some of those things. But the the things that I love about this is you either got it or you don't. You are on one side of the line or the other. There, There is no middle ground in the kingdom of God. I love that the Bible talks about the lukewarm person. God says he spits him out of his mouth. You are either in or you're out. You've either got it or you don't. So let's let's operate with in the reality tonight that it's either there or it's not. Amen? Okay. If you're taking notes tonight, which we always encourage, one of the things that we cannot fake in the house of God is we cannot fake peace. You cannot fake peace. The Bible says this in 2 Thessalonians 3.16. Now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times and in every way. The Lord be with all of you. There's a, there's a little thing that maybe some of you have up on a fridge or a wall. And it says, no peace, no God. But there's two spellings, right? There's the one with the K where it says, if you know peace, you know God. Or if you have no God, you have no peace. You guys know what I'm talking about? I'm here tonight to tell you very clearly. I don't want to. I don't want to go around the bush. I don't want to like you know pretend. I want you to catch it clearly tonight. You cannot have peace in your life without the God of peace. Yeah. So the problem is that the world that we live in is looking for peace. They want it because guess what? You and I are wired to experience peace. Amen. Yeah. Our, we are wired to to operate at a certain level. But until you know the God of peace, you cannot experience peace. And here's the problem: is you can't freaking fake it. No matter how bad you want to try, I'm at peace. I'm great. Everything is fine. I'm at peace. You cannot fake peace. You either got it or you don't. Amen? You cannot fake these kinds of things. I had an opportunity, and kind of what spurred the idea for this message was driving here uh, last Sunday. It was last Sunday. And there's some things that are going on in my business and in my industry that, to tell you the truth, are really stressful. They've been on my mind. I've been thinking about them, not for like days or weeks, but like for months. And it's one of those things where I was driving and I'm like, God, this thing is happening. Like, you know about this more than I do. And I had this understanding, this realization. I believe that it was the Lord speaking to me because I was beginning to express to him all of the things that I didn't have peace about. All the things that were worrying me, causing me distress, causing me frustration, making me lose sleep. And typically I'm a pretty good processor, like when it's time to process, in the moment, my wife is like, tell me what's going on. Tell me your feelings. Like, I'm here for you. I'm like, oh my gosh, give me like seven to 10 days and then I will chat your ear off. Because when it's time to process, it's time to process. Dudes, yes? Am I alone in this? I'm willing to process, Pastor Charles, just not on her terms. When it's my turn to process, I will process. You can't fake processing. What do you mean? That's like trying to get a bottle of wine from 1990 in 2020. What do you mean? You can't, you can't fake that. And I had this opportunity to, to really have God confront me in a way that I needed. And for him to, for him to, to help, help me see and to understand and become aware of that no matter how hard you try, you cannot hide from God. You can only hide from his help. You can hide from God's help. And so tonight, I hope as we go through this, that what you're going to catch, what you're going to see, what you're going to understand is that the moment that you let God into all of the things that you and I have both been faking, don't worry, we're going to get there, we're going to go there, I'm going to tell myself, you're going to feel it, things are going to change and, and things are going to happen. But until you allow God to be in that moment, can I tell you that not only are you faking it with yourself, but you're faking it with him, which by the way, doesn't work because he knows everything about you. 
the Bible says this, that no matter how to the highest height that you can go, the lowest depth, no matter where you go, God knows where you are. Every thought that you've ever thought, every word you've ever spoken, the hairs on your head, all, all of the amazing things that God knows about you. So why in the world are we wasting energy? Why are we exhausting ourselves trying to hide something from God that he already knows? It's wild. It's an endless cycle of just exhaustion. Can I tell you that hiding from God will exhaust you? Running to him will refresh you. And so if you're not experiencing peace, because this is like the season of like peace and joy and merry and glitter and, you know, all the things. But if you're having a hard time experiencing peace, you've been faking it, smile on, you've been trying to get there. Can I, t- can I tell you that tonight's the night to let the God of peace penetrate your heart, penetrate your mind, speak to you like never before. And I tell our high schoolers this all the time when we, when we preach to them. I say, hey, you can leave here tonight however you want. You can leave here fully transformed, fully renewed, filled with the power of, of God, him coming and touching your life, him coming and touching your mind, or you can leave here the same way that you can. The decision is not up to me. The decision is up to you. And so I hope tonight that many people will respond. Many people who have been craving peace will finally get it because God will touch their lives. Amen? Amen. What I love about peace as well, and you'll find this with spiritually mature Christians, is they will allow peace to dictate their decisions. You'll, if you get around spiritually mature Christians, you'll hear them say, yeah, I didn't have peace about that decision, so I didn't make it. I had peace about this decision, so I made it. Guess what? That only comes with the closeness to God. That only comes with the relationship of listening and asking and questioning and letting God even be a part of that entire process. I, I believe that as Christians, we need to be spiritually mature and let peace, let the God of peace dictate our decisions. Amen? Okay, we're moving on because the clock is doing the thing. The second thing that we cannot fake is we cannot fake joy. Yeah. Any Friends fans in here? Yeah. Wow, fantastic. All my 90s people. The friend, Friends, the show. There's, a, there's a, a TikTok where we're real and it's Ross. And he goes, I'm fine. No, really, I'm fine. I don't know why it's coming out all high and squeaky, but I'm fine. Listen, tonight you've been hearing about joy. You've maybe been reading about joy. You've been hearing the songs. You've been... You've been really wanting to experience what you've heard or what you've seen or what maybe you've understood in the past, but for some reason, your joy has been robbed. For some reason, you've been trying to fake it. For some reason, you've been trying to get to what it was or what you know that it can be, but for whatever reason, there's a block. And so tonight, we're gonna penetrate through that block. We're gonna overcome that obstacle. You can leave here full of joy if you choose. You can leave here full of peace if you choose. The decision is up to you, amen? Romans 8, 6 says this, the mind governed by the flesh is death. That's called stinking thinking. But the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace. Which one sounds better? Life and peace sounds a lot better. Tonight, you're gonna have an opportunity to let joy fill your home, fill your family, fill your spirit, fill your soul like never before. And can I tell you something? The joy that God gives you, it is literally inexplainable. It is, it, it, you cannot express the way that it feels. You can't express the way that you begin to think. It's like all of the things that were negative Nancys in your life just go away and like, how did that even happen? How do I even feel different? Because guess what? The circumstance, the scenario, the trial, the tribulation has not changed, but the God inside of you has shown up. There's power in this, and you can't fake joy. Amen. This one's one of my favorites, is that you cannot fake healing. Let's go. Yeah, we're going to go there. 
The Bible says this in John 9, it's uh, verse 24 to 27. It's talking about the man that Jesus comes and he spits in the mud, rubs in his eyes, and the guy gets healed. But the problem is, is that the religious people who couldn't believe that that could actually happen, they start to question the man. And they bring him in, they bring his parents in. Can you imagine being a grown man who just got their eyesight back? and like, hey, we got to make sure this actually happened. Can we talk to your parents? Like, bro, I can see. What do you mean? You knew that I was blind forever. I can see. You, you're, I'm on trial here. Like, look, hello. Yeah. And so they couldn't believe, and the Bible says this, a second time they summoned the man who had been blind. Come on, come and prove to, to us what actually happened, happened. Give glory to God by telling the truth. They're trying to bait him to say, hey, say that something else happened besides Jesus miraculously hearing you. Say, oh, it was just the doctors that made good decisions in a row, just that the antibiotics worked. Oh, it's just that this regimen was made the difference. Oh, your diet changed. Those are all good things, and we should listen to those things, but there's nothing like the healing power of God to show up where everything else has failed. That's what's so great about not faking healing. It's when everything else fails, and then the power of God shows up. That's how you know it's real. That's how you know it's undeniable. That's how you know it's in. You cannot fake this. He replied, whether he is a sinner or not, I don't know. One thing I do know was I was blind, but now I see. For him, it became a real deal real fast. Homie's life was literally dark. And then he was introduced to the person of Jesus and his eyes open to the power of God, to the power of healing. You know what's so crazy too? Let's just, you know, nerd out for a little bit together. The historical context of what was going on back in the day, the doctors didn't know what they were doing. They didn't have the, the technology that we have now. They didn't have the research that we have now. It amazes me that for thousands of years, women gave birth in the middle of the desert. <laughs> Ladies, God bless you. You guys are amazing. So just historically even, they didn't have the same medicine. They didn't have the same technology. They didn't have all these things. To see someone whose eyes were blind begin to see. How incredible is that? And then they asked him, what did he do to you? They're questioning him. How did he open your eyes? He's like, bro, I told you already. He spat in the mud. He rubbed it on my eyes. I can see. I don't know how it worked. But look what happened. I can see. He answered, I have told you already, and you did not listen. Why do you want to hear it again? Do you want to become his disciples too? The beautiful thing about not faking healing, the Bible talks about it, is that people will see the miraculous power of God. They'll be confronted with the reality of there was no other way for this result. There was no other way for this thing to change. There was no other way for this to happen besides that there's an all-powerful God. You cannot fake healing. And can I tell you, maybe, maybe you've heard this story before. When you see it for yourself, when you know that you know that you know that it's real deal, it changes you and it messes you up in a great way. When I was a young man, I went to the Philippines. I love telling this story. When I was a young man, I went to the Philippines. We planted churches, did a bunch of ministry there, prayed for people. We saw crazy stuff. A little kid who was lame got up and walked, like crazy stuff. But for me, the moment that I, I was like, I can't fake this anymore. Because the truth is, as I had read about healing, I'm like, cool, Jesus healed them. Like, that's great. I believe in that. But until you see it actually happen for yourself, it, you don't have the same experience. And so this woman, she'd been blind for decades, literally decades. She came up, she prayed. I had a, you know, translator guy. They speak Tagalog there. They're beautiful people. I love the Filipinos, great food. They come up and, and she's like, hey, like, what does she, what does she need prayer for? And she's like, oh, like, she's blind. She wants to, you know, she wants to see again. I was like, oh, you know, maybe something else, like her foot, you know, her hand, her back, maybe. She's like, no, she wants to see. And so in the Philippines, I was confronted with the reality of, I can't fake this anymore. I either have to have faith and believe that this can happen, or I just need to, I got to step out of the way because this woman wanted to be healed so badly. She believed in her heart of hearts that she could be healed, but I couldn't fake it anymore. 
So a young man, I'm a version of myself, believe God, I've read that you can do it. I haven't seen it yet, but like now's a good time to show up. This would be pretty cool. I literally remember watching this woman's eyes going from cloudy and gray and just like couldn't see. I literally watched her eyes change to vibrant color, change and open up. Can I tell you what? The whole village lost their mind because they knew that this woman had been blind for decades. Can I tell you tonight, you cannot fake the power of God. You cannot fake healing. You cannot fake transformation like that. So if you're here tonight and you've only heard, if you've only heard but never experienced, guess what? We're gonna give you an opportunity at the end of tonight to see healing for yourself. Number four, if you were taking notes, is that you cannot fake power. The book of Acts, in the book of Acts, it says that they were together, that the Holy Spirit came, lit them up. They were speaking in tongues. I was joking when I said, oh, I can't tell if it's the Celsius or the anointing. No, I know the difference. I know the difference when the Holy Spirit shows up. I know the difference when it's him speaking and not me. I know the difference when a thought enters my brain. Okay, that's wisdom. I know the difference of praying for someone. Pastor John teaches on this beautifully. You feel it. It's like electricity. You're like, yo, God is doing something. I know what that's like, so I can't fake it. But there's a man in the Bible. You can find this in Acts chapter 8. It says, when Simon, he was a sorcerer, saw that, they, that through the laying on of the apostles' hands, the Holy Spirit was given, he offered them money, saying, give me this power also that anyone on whom I lay my hands may receive the Holy Spirit. He gets rebuked. Him and Peter, you know, fight it out. But he was trying to fake the real power of God. He was trying to purchase and get the real power of God. Can I tell you that it doesn't cost you anything except the faith that it's real? It doesn't cost you anything except that it's for you? It doesn't cost you anything except to believe that it's for now? You've heard me say this and I'll preach this until Jesus comes back. There is no such thing as the church without the Holy Spirit, I'm sorry. Wherever he is acknowledged, wherever he is revered, wherever he is honored, guess what? He shows up. I want everyone to stand to their feet tonight. I did it, oh my gosh. I got to where I wanted to be at the time I wanted to do it. This is amazing. You can't fake being on time. <laughs> Miracles happen. You can't fake the power of God. I won't give names in case their parents are here, but summer camp this year was so cool. Because it wasn't like kind of the stereotypical buildup of like every night just gets better and better and better. But then on the last night, we're saving the last night. Like kids are gonna get decked in the Holy Spirit. They're gonna speak in tongues. They're gonna, no, we went there night one. And what I love about you can't fake the power of God is how innocent the questions are of, hey, I didn't believe any of this, but like what happened to Timmy? Why is he falling down? Hey, uh, do I have to speak in tongues too? I'm like, buddy, it's okay. <laughs> like it will come. But these kids saw for the first time or they saw again, or they experienced it a different way. They felt the power of God. And can I tell you for them, they can't fake it anymore. The reason Awakened Church, the reason The Church, capital C, will expand and continue to grow and to continue what God had meant for it to do is because the power of the Holy Spirit is with us. Because there's still room for signs and wonders to be done here and now. There's still room for supernatural strategy and wisdom. It's all there. None of it has gone away. None of it has gotten smaller. None of it has diminished. None of it has gone. Tonight, with every head bowed and eyes closed, this is really where I want to go tonight. Here's the reality. The energy that you've been using, giving, 
wasting, to try to hide the way that you feel from God, to try to hide the lack of peace, to try to hide the lack of joy in your life, to try to fake it. Can I tell you that tonight's the night that God is drawing a line and all he's asking you to do is to step across that line. Listen, you either got it or you don't. Tonight's the night if you're willing and if you're, if you're, you're courageous enough because everyone's already standing. But tonight, if it's time for you to get some peace back in your life, if it's time for you to find joy like never before, if it's time for you to experience healing like for real, for real, if it's time for you to get some of the power that we talk about every single week in your life, here's what's gonna happen. This altar is open. And the reason we call it an altar is because this is where things get altered. So tonight, will you let God alter the things that you've been faking, the things that you've been hiding, the things that you're pretending? And listen, hear it from me, I'm here to tell you. The energy that you give to hiding and faking it will exhaust you, but when you run to his arms, when you open up to him, when you let him hear what's going on, listen, he already knows it anyways, but there's a power in bringing him into the middle. You cannot hide from God, but you can hide from his help. Don't hide from his help anymore. Tonight, I wanna to invite you down to the front. Many will come. And what will happen is tonight, you will get peace like never before because the God of peace will encounter you. Tonight, you will actually flip the switch of real joy because you can't fake it. Tonight, if your body needs the presence of God, needs the healing of God, needs power from heaven, you're gonna feel something switch. You're gonna see a difference. You're gonna know that something happened. Or tonight, if you're like, you know what? I just need more of the Holy Spirit. I need to hear from him clearly. I need to see what he sees. I need him more in my life. Listen, there's more for you. There's always more of him. If that's you tonight, come to the front. And here's what I know the, the narrative in your mind is right now. No, I'm good. I'll get it on the way home. I'll get it over Christmas. I'll get it here. I'll get it there. Listen, the house of God, there's nowhere like it. In this environment, in this atmosphere. Good. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Give you guys a few moments to come down here. Good job. Can I tell you that your awareness right now scares the pants off the devil? He hates a church that knows that when they run to their, they run to their God, that he's there for them. He hates when we look for healing. He hates when we look for power. But you know who loves it? God, your Father loves it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We're going to pray for these four things in order. The Holy Spirit's already here. I already feel him. He's here. And so tonight, if peace is the thing that you've been faking, if peace is the thing you've been longing for, if peace is the thing in your home, in your family, in your business, in your heart, in your soul, you're like, God, I just need some of that. I want you to lift your hand. There's people all around you. But if you're just looking for the peace of God to find you tonight, he's going to find you. He's going to bring power. Good, we're gonna pray, we're gonna pray, we're gonna pray. God, I thank you right now. The Bible calls Jesus the Prince of Peace. Anywhere he is, peace must follow. Anywhere his hand will touch you, can I tell you that it will replace fear. 
God, I thank you tonight that you are the God who brings clarity to confusion. Many of you are experiencing confusion. God, I thank you tonight with clarity comes peace. With certainty comes peace. With knowing comes peace. So Holy Spirit, peace. 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 Listen, take it home with you. Take it home with you. Take it to your family as you travel. Take it to your children when you go home. Take it to your workplace in the new year. Take it into 2023. God is giving you his peace here and now. God, we thank you for the great gift of who you are. All right, everyone just breathe in really heavily. And then out. Feels good, huh? Who's feel, who feels something different? I want to ask this question. Who's feeling the peace of God here tonight? Yeah, beautiful. Okay, maybe it's the second thing for you. Maybe you need some joy in your life. You've been chasing it. You've been trying to get it. Maybe if I do this, maybe if I do that, maybe if I don't do this, maybe if I don't do that. Listen, the equation is simple. Get the God of joy in your life. No one can put a smile on your face the way that he can. If you need some joy in your life, lift your hands. Lift your hands. The Bible talks about laughter bubbling out of the people of God because of the presence of joy. God, we thank you now that your spirit of joy is finding every single person. God, I thank you that their cheeks would get worn out from smiling. God, I thank you when they wake up in the morning, gratitude fills their heart. God, thankfulness for who you are. God, would we be aware of what you've done in our life? God, the great sacrifice that you've given us. God, the life that we get to live because we're yours. God, I thank you right now. I'm, 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 I'm feeling marriages. Like, yeah, I haven't had joy in my marriage in a while. Listen, it's not too far gone. God, I thank you right now. You're re returning joy to marriages. God, you're bringing passion back. God, come passion back. God, you're bringing in a brand new sense of gratitude. Come on, husbands, you need to be grateful for your wives again. There was a time she wouldn't even look at you, and now you get to take her home every night. It's okay to laugh. Holy Spirit likes joy. God, I thank you that you're doing something here tonight. You're doing something potent. You're doing something powerful. You're bringing joy into people's hearts. I already know people are feeling it. I can tell. Okay, maybe you're the third thing. And tonight you're here with an ailment, a disease, a diagnosis, a hurt, a pain. Can I tell you that God is more than willing and more than able to fix it right here, right now. You don't have to wait anymore. You don't have to wonder anymore. You don't have to go back to a doctor's. In fact, why don't you go back to the doctor's and say, Mr. Doctor, sir, I appreciate your diagnosis. I appreciate your professionalism. I appreciate your research, but you don't know the God that I serve. You don't know that I can't fake healing. You don't know that I was this way, but then I was this way. So if you need healing in your body tonight, raise your hand. Healing in your body, healing in your mind. Yes, thank you, Lord. God, I thank you that your power is here and now. God, I thank you that your word says that when you took the lashes upon you, that it was by your blood that we are healed. And so tonight I acknowledge and I claim the victory of the blood. I acknowledge and I claim the healing power of God in these people's lives. God, I thank you for every ailment to disappear in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you for every disease to be cured in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you right now that pain is leaving in the name of Jesus. God, we cannot fake it anymore. Let it be a testimony. Let it be a marker. Let it be a milestone in these people's face. They're like a God of heaven and earth moved on my behalf, touched my body, touched my mind. God, I thank you for miracle stories, testimonies after testimony after testimony. 
Listen, for many of you, the story that you tell will lead people to Christ. The story that you tell of, they could not believe that I had cancer in both of my lungs, but we prayed and we believed and we understood that God was willing and able. So three months later, when I went back to the doctor and there was nothing there, there was a gaping hole where cancer used to be, guess who gets the honor? Guess who gets the glory? Guess who gets the fame? It's the God of heaven and earth. You can't fake it anymore. God, I thank you that you're moving tonight. You're moving tonight. Who just wants some more power? Come on, it's power hour. I have to tell you this, and this is the truth. What God wants to do in his church is gonna require more of us than ever before. But guess what? He's gonna empower us like never before. When I was talking in the beginning about the heroes of the faith, can I tell you that God right now is writing the script of San Diego. He's writing the script of our church. He's writing the script of our country. And the way that your name gets on that list is realizing that you can't do it by yourself, by realizing that you don't deserve to be there, by realizing it's not your plan, your skill, your talent, your ability. The only way to see the San Diego that God wants to see is by relying on his presence. And so tonight, as we ask for more power, as we ask God to baptize us again, as we ask for more of who he is, tonight I want us to put ourselves in a posture and a position of, God, we are desperate for your presence. God, we say and we acknowledge tonight that without you it is not possible. God, we acknowledge and we say tonight without your power from heaven, God, it's all for naught. And so tonight, if you want more power, just be baptized again in the Holy Spirit. Just raise your hand. We're going to pray. We're going to pray. It's a very simple prayer. God, I thank you tonight that you're filling your sons and your daughters. I'm hearing dreams and visions, dreams and visions, dreams and visions, dreams and visions. Maybe you've been having dreams and you're like, oh, I don't know if that's from God. I don't know if that's prophetic. Listen, start writing them down and ask the Holy Spirit, hey, which one's from you and which one's not? You'll be amazed at what he'll tell you. God, I thank you right now for supernatural discernment. God, I thank you right now for supernatural wisdom. God, I thank you right now that in the moments where we need you the most, can I tell you that there's no one better to have in your corner than the Holy Spirit? There's nothing better that a Christian can have than to stop faking having power and to actually have it. God, I thank you tonight that your Holy Spirit is honored. He's acknowledged. He's revered. And so, God, we know that every time that that happens in your house with your people, God, that's where revival happens. That's where breakthrough happens. God, that's where new levels are formed. God, we thank you for your spirit. We thank you for peace. God, we thank you for joy filling us like never before. God, we thank you for the healings that have happened here tonight. God, for those that will happen. And God, we thank you for power. God, we thank you that you've given us to defeat the work of the enemy, to defeat the work of the devil. God, to expand your kingdom, to build your church, to live great lives. So God, as we come into this Christmas season, God, we submit ourselves again. And this is the prayer that I'm praying tonight. Maybe you'll pray it with me. God, I don't want to ever be in a place where I feel like I have to fake it with you ever again. Tonight, if you're willing to pray this prayer, put your hands out in front of me. The prayer is simple. It's God, God, I thank you tonight that my heart is your greatest treasure. My mind your greatest canvas, my life, your greatest joy. And so tonight, I commit to not faking it anymore, but instead, letting you in to where I need you the most. 
In the name of Jesus, we pray. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen, amen, amen. You feel better, Balboa Campus? You feel good? Come on, the peace of God, the joy of God, there's nothing like it. I'm telling you, when we got those four things in our pocket, when we got the God of heaven and earth on our side, there's no enemy we can't beat. There's no territory we can't take. There's no body we can't heal. Tonight, if you're in the room, I want to ask you the question. Maybe you're here visiting. Maybe you're here for the first time, or maybe you're here and you're like, yep, it's time for me to get back in alignment with God. I know he's, listen, there's someone here tonight. God has put a call on the inside of you, and you know what that means. You're feeling what I'm talking about, and you've been running from it. You've been running from the person that you're meant to be. You've been running from the life you're meant to live. You've been running from how God wants to use you. Listen, I've tried that game before. I've been there, done that. Tonight, let that, whoever that person is, is, I'm speaking to literally one person. It's time for you to turn around and start running the other way. God's got big plans for you. This city needs you. This church needs you. This country needs you. Your family needs you. But if you're in the room tonight and you're ready to become a Christian, you're ready to put your faith, your hope, your trust in the person of Jesus Christ, which is what Christmas is all about anyway, is the greatest gift that God could ever give. If you're here tonight and you wanna say yes to being a Christian or say, hey, you know what? I'm gonna get committed again to the God of heaven and earth. I used to, but now I'm here again. I want you to lift your hand right now. I'm gonna pray for you if you're in the room. Yeah, beautiful, 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 beautiful. I've got 23 seconds left. This is a Christmas miracle, guys. Beautiful. Can I tell you, this is something else you can't fake in the kingdom of God. The moment you're gonna pray this prayer, the Bible says that if you believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is the savior of the world and you confess it with your mouth, that you'll be saved. I didn't, make, I didn't write that, it's just that simple. So tonight, when Jesus fills your heart, when the Holy Spirit fills your heart, when your eternity is set, can I tell you, you can't fake it anymore. If you're one of those people who raise your hands, we're gonna pray a short prayer, but everyone's gonna pray it with me. We're gonna pray this. Say, in the name of Jesus, I declare that tonight, December the 21st, at 7.43 p.m., I'm not faking it anymore. Tonight, I confess that the God of heaven and earth is the Lord of my life, that his son is my savior, and that heaven is my home. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 Wow. What an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen, for more information about our church, go to www.awakenchurch.com or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already and download our app. It is amazing. It is chock full of incredible messages, information about upcoming events, and you can even support our ministry if you feel so inclined. We loved having you with us today. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Live a life that is transformative. Bye for now.